0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. Here we are at the very last episode of 2016, and I just put up a blog post actually uh, over on primalpotential.com with the most popular podcast episodes of the year, the most popular blogs, as well as some of my personal favorites. I'd love for you to check that out, and most importantly, I would love for you to know what your favorite podcast episode was in 2016 and more than that what you would love to hear in 2017, because there's no real more appropriate time to remind you that this is our show. Me and you. Like, yeah, you listening right now. This is our journey. Mine and yours. And I am sincerely here not to hear myself talk, but to help you where you need it most. And the more we communicate about that, the faster we make progress. Now, "'Tis the season for goal-setting, right? We all love a fresh start, and there's nothing more fresh than a whole new year. Please don't think of it that way. Seriously, that is a dieting mentality. Please don't think of it that way. There are so many people, I see it all over Facebook, like, oh, I can't wait for 2016 to be over. Like, well, you can have that sense that you have a fresh start, every single moment and there's really nothing magical about January 1st or 1201, you know, like there's nothing magical about that. We have this idea that if we have something new, something fresh, whether it's a new day or a new week or a new year or a new diet or a new journal or a new outfit, that that's going to be the magical unicorn of change. If a fresh start was what you needed, you would have capitalized on the hundreds of them that have come and gone already. And this falls into the category of lies we tell ourselves for 400, please. Today, as this episode airs, it is the 31st. And that day, the 31st, this day right here, right now, or whether you're listening to this on February 7th, look, this day right here has all of the power and potential and opportunity that will exist on January 1st. There is nothing that January 1st will have that right now doesn't have, that the 7th won't have, or the 14th, or 4.04 p.m. on March 9th. You don't need a new beginning. You don't need a fresh start. You need to capitalize on this moment that's right here, right now. I don't know how many of you have heard of Gary Vaynerchuk. He's a marketing guy. He's an author who writes books about marketing and He was asked recently, what do you think of New Year's resolutions? And he said, if on January 1st you want to make a resolution, awesome, go do it. But if it's December 31st, why are you waiting? Make a December 31st resolution. Or if it's January 12th, make a January 12th resolution. And I couldn't agree more. We get too mystical, too emotional, too romantic about this notion of a new year. And really, we get too kind of mystical and romantic about the idea of big goals and resolutions. The other day, for example, I was on a call with a client and she was telling me what she really wanted and what she was doing about it. She wanted to lose weight in the lower part of her body. So she wanted her hips and her legs to be a little bit leaner. She wanted to not be so emotional about food, be more objective uh, and less dramatic, less subjective. She wanted to be more relaxed about her choices. So, what she was doing, she was lifting heavier weights with her trainer. And she was really paying attention to how much protein she was eating and focusing on eating a reasonable amount because she was kind of in this rhythm of eating too much protein. So eating whole foods, but eating too many of them. And as she was doing this work, her body was changing. She was seeing improvements in the mirror and in how her clothes fit. And so she says, so Elizabeth, like what, what's my goal? How do I turn this into a goal? And what's a time frame?" And I said, why do you need to turn it into a goal? And she said, well, I can't go through life without a goal. And I said, is that what you're doing? If you don't set a concrete goal, is that what you're doing? You're just like drifting through life without any sort of sense of where you want to be? I said, because from what I'm hearing, you know what you want physically for your body. You know what you want mentally for your relationship with food. And you're doing the work and seeing results. There's nothing magical about slapping a goal on it. In any goal. For any resolution. The magic is the work you do to get there. Seriously, guys, I need you to hear this. The magic in a goal is the work you do on a daily basis to get there. And we waste a tremendous amount of time and energy fixating on the end point, the result, the goal, or on planning out more than today's work. More than today. Tomorrow, next week, next month. Yeah, the work is where the magic is. But that doesn't mean that you can do anything about tomorrow or next Wednesday today. You don't need a huge, elaborate process. What you need is to always be paying attention to the question, what can I do today to create the life I want, or the body I want, the relationships, the finances? I'm not suggesting that goals are are bad, they aren't. What I am suggesting is that they aren't what you need to get what you want. And many people aren't, it's not working. The way they've been using goals, it's not working. Ask yourself this question. How do I do with goals? Am I someone who sets a goal and then that act gives me the focus and the determination to do the work every single day and crush it without excuses? If that's you, awesome. Or are you someone who gets excited about potential and intentions but then doesn't really translate it into action. I want everybody to get what they want. I do. Whether you call that a goal or not, it doesn't really matter. I want to help you do what it takes to get what you want, period. I want to help you do the work every single day. And And the reality is, guys, the goal doesn't have too much to do with that. It doesn't. The goal does not have too much to do with whether or not you know what work you can do today and you do it. First and foremost, I want you to think about One thing that would make the most positive difference in your life. And chances are, it's not like I should drink less pop. Is that going to be the thing that really changes things for you? Maybe it is, but I doubt it. Maybe it's about not shutting off your brain on the weekends and eating and drinking everything in sight. Maybe that's what would make the most difference for you. I don't know what it is for you. But that's the question I want you to think about and answer. The magic is not in mulling it over, it's about seriously thinking about it and answering. There's a story about field mice and an antelope that I guess was originally told by Newt Gingrich of all people. Um, And I think it might help you identify what I'm trying to get at here in terms of what matters most. It's a short story, I'm gonna read it to you. As you know, the lion is the king of the jungle. His typical day involves lying around a lot and basking in his regal glory and exuding power. Tough life, right? While all of this is going on, numerous field mice scurry about in his vicinity. Anytime he wants to, the lion could reach out with one of his mighty paws, swoop up a field, my- field mouse, and help himself to a tasty snack. It turns out, for a lion, the energy involved in catching a field mouse is greater than the number of calories he would gain from eating it. So why would he bother? It turns out that for a lion, it takes more energy to get the mouse than he would get from eating it. It's literally not worth his while to give those little mice even a morsel of his attention. In fact, a lion could chase and eat field mice all day long and end up worse off than when he got out of bed. And in any case, while it may look as though all a lion does is loll about, what he's actually doing is strategizing and preparing to pounce on the next antelope. Sure, catching antelope involves a little bit more hard work than catching field mice. After all, they're pretty speedy. Our lion might even break into a sweat, but the rewards are spectacular in comparison to the field mice. A single antelope can feed the lion and his family for days. Guys, I think this is really profound. And I think so many of us spend our attention related to our goals focusing on the field mice, the little things. And the reality with the lion is if he goes after the field mice, even though he's working hard and even though he's eating, he'll starve. Because it takes more energy to get it than what he'll gain from eating it. What are these little field mice that you are wasting your time and energy on? What is your antelope? That thing that really makes a big difference for you. I shared this before, but I had a client who described her biggest obstacle as opportunity eating. She was really good at planning and preparing fat loss friendly meals. There was never a shortage of that. But if somebody brought in cookies to work or if her husband brought home ice cream, she was all over it, right? Right. And when we were talking about what she wanted to achieve over 30 days, she suggested getting 10,000 steps a day, which is a really healthy habit, and it has nothing to do with her problem. Nothing, right? She could achieve that and not address the primary issue. I want you to know your primary thing. And you can phrase it as a goal or not. That's your business. It doesn't really matter. And within the Fat Loss Fast Track, I've been talking about this a lot because our next one starts on January 8th. And if you feel like it's right for you, like I want you there, period. Within the Fat Loss Fast Track, we go hard at this. We talk in week one about focusing on the roots, the process, the work, the mindset, not the fruit, not the end game, right? Not the quote unquote goal. We go deep on that. And we talk about how practically speaking, on a daily basis, today, not next week, you can become someone who's really more concerned with the process than the outcome. That's where we begin, right? And then we review progress as we go. We adjust the work. We become process people identifying tools to help us get what we want instead of trying to follow rules because we're attached to some outcome. So it does start on January 8th, just real quick. Registration closes on Jan 4. So you don't have many, many more days to get in there. And you can learn more about it and register at primalpotential.com forward slash winter17. Winter17 is the URL for that. But I don't, whether you're, whether you're looking for that or you're not, or you're on board with that or you're not, I want to leave you with a few thoughts as we kind of go into this day of the year where everybody's fired up to set goals. And these aren't, these aren't tricks. They aren't complicated. There's no clever acronym. Like, we don't need to get all mystical about it. It's just simple strategies that work. Five simple strategies that work, to be specific. And the first is pick one thing you want that matters. That's not a little field mouse. And I'm not suggesting that it has to be a big, huge undertaking. That's not what I mean with that antelope story. It just has to be one that matters to you. So remember the other story I told about you know, the opportunity eating versus the 10,000 steps a day. 10,000 steps a day is fine, but it's not related to the biggest challenge. So I don't want you thinking like, oh my gosh, I got to cut out sugar then because that's what she means by an antelope, something big and huge. No, what I mean by that is something that's worth it, something that matters, something that will make a difference. One thing. And then the second thing is I want you to identify the work you can do on a daily basis. Not for tomorrow, not for next week, not for the next 30 days. What can I do today today? And this is going to be different for everybody, and it should be. What can I do today? What work exists? What opportunity exists? What choices can I make today that will help me achieve that one thing, right? Every day, you need to look at what one, two, three things can you do to make progress towards that goal. And then the third thing is be honest with yourself about what could get in the way, You know yourself well enough, but I want you to put it on paper. What are the thoughts, the mindsets, the attitudes, the circumstances that could get in my way? I don't want you to do anything about them right now starting out. I just want you to be aware of them. The fourth thing is check your progress constantly. Every few days I want you to ask, is this helping? Is this helping? Is this valuable work? What else could I be doing? Is there something I need to change? And then the fifth thing, and we're going to go a little bit deeper into this, is you've got to have a good freaking attitude. Attitude is so undervalued and it is so incredibly important. We're going to talk more about that in just one second. I need you guys to know, I want you to crush your goals if you decide to have a goal. What I don't want is to put all of this emphasis on, here's all the ways to set a great goal because magic isn't in the goal. The magic is in the work you do. I personally do have goals, but I treat them differently than I used to. The goal is just there. It's kind of like a compass. It's pointing me where I want to go, but it's nothing magical. The goal isn't magical, just like the compass isn't either. The compass can point me true north all day long, but if I don't move and move in that direction, the compass means nothing. The magic is in what I choose to do every day and what you choose to do every day. And I want to take a second to emphasize that last point In those five, which is your freaking attitude, it matters so damn much. You won't do that magical work consistently if you have a crappy attitude. I recently read the book Siddhartha, short read. I highly recommend it. I'll link to it on the show notes over at primalpotential.com. And this quote really resonated with me. It says, his goal attracts him because he doesn't let anything enter his soul that might oppose the goal. His goal attracts him because he doesn't let anything enter his soul that might oppose the goal. Many of you guys are living evidence of the opposite. Your goal doesn't attract you because all that is in your mind, your heart, your words, your actions, your thoughts, your choices are things that oppose the goal. Stop with the negativity. Stop with the complaining. Stop with the drama. Stop with the insane preoccupation with the past. Let go of the fear of the future and commit to doing the work today. I would love for part of that commitment, honestly, like it's just a straight up ask because I know it works. I would love for you to join the Fat Loss Fast Track. I believe there will only be three Fat Loss Fast Tracks in a whole year of 2017 and the next one begins January 8th and I see that as an opportunity and I know what happens when people trust the process and go all in on the work. I see the transformations every single day. I got an email from one of my um, female clients the other day She lost 30 pounds in 12 weeks, and that's freaking awesome. But what excites me most is the stuff you gain, not what you lose. The confidence. The understanding of your body. The control. Feeling like you have more control over your food choices than your food choices have over you. And the improved attitude. No longer so negative, defeated, confused, frustrated. I mean... It's it's exactly what I'm talking about in terms of focusing on the process, on the work, right? On what opportunities exist today to move you towards your goals. I'd love the chance to get to know you better and the chance to help you really make every day move you in the direction of the life you want and the life you can have, which is something I think a lot of us forget. The life you can have, it's waiting for you. It's waiting for you. So you can get lots more information. I'll link to it over on the show notes or you can just go register at primalpotential.com forward slash winter17. I love you guys.